Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Smackdown Live episode 1036 and 205 Live episode 135, both broadcast on Tuesday, June 25th, 2019. I believe that's the right date. Something like that. Uh, So... Uh, I took a lot, a lot of notes on both of these episodes. Um, I really enjoyed both SmackDown and 205 Live. Um, we open up the night. Uh, Kofi says that Samoa Joe is not a complicated man. He is like a Samoan shark who's just uh, on, on the attack. Um, Dolph comes out. Uh, Kofi, uh, he says that to- Kofi took the coward's way out by diving out of the cage. Um, and so he challenges him to a fight, and if he wins, then he will be added to Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship at Extreme Rules. Um, although, it will be a two out of three falls match, which is uh, one of 78 two out of three falls matches uh, this week. Um, but that's that's still okay. I kind of see what they're doing. Um uh, I saw something about how with Fox that they're going to have more uh, matches end before uh, before commercial breaks or have pinfalls happen uh, to end before commercial breaks instead of it's so it's a kind of a different thing than the usual thing of like a suicide dive and then commercial break that kind of thing but uh, we'll see how it goes as uh, this is like like very heavily testing the waters for that like it's just it's not really subtle about it they're just doing it for everything so hopefully it'll lighten up a little bit but also i realize if it's shane that's making all these matches it it makes sense that he he likes these one-thirds and two-thirds of things because he is actually only one-third of the best in the world um of course the miz is the other two-thirds of the best in the world uh, since he won the first two matches in that tournament to determine the thing of the thing at crown jewel anyway up next we had xavier woods and biggie versus daniel bryan and rowan uh xavier woods wins via the midnight hour to daniel bryan but then kevin owens and Sami Zayn come out and attacked attack the new day and heavy machinery come out to the rescue and so we get an eight-man tag team match heavy machinery and the new day versus daniel bryan and rowan and kevin owens <laughs> uh heavy machinery wins this match i I think they pin i don't know who they pinned was it was it Sami Zayn? was it sam Zayn? i don't know but uh yeah lots of this this week as well they have a singles match that turns into a tag team match uh then a tag team match that turns into a eight-man tag team match all I can think. At least there weren't any elimination matches in this episode. I don't know. Uh, I'm next, uh, we see that Nikki uh, is determined to win Alexa her rematch at Extreme Rules. And so later on, we'll have Bailey versus Nikki Cross. If Nikki Cross wins, then Alexa gets her rematch at Extreme Rules, like I just said. Uh, then we have The Miz versus Elias. As a milk, Miz comes and challenges Shane McMahon. Uh, Shane says, well, you can have a match with me if you fight elias and you can win in a two out of three falls match of course another two out of three falls match um fall one goes to elias via drift away uh then shane attacks which gets uh elias a disqualification so the miz gets the second fall and then uh shane attacks 
Uh, Elias gets the third. Uh, this the ref is out of action for it. He was, didn't see all this. So Elias gets the fir- third fall, and the Miz is effectively dead. Uh, backstage, we have an interview with Finn. Finn is asked what is next for Finn, and the answer is Shinsuke Nakamura. He wants a piece of that Intercontinental Championship. Uh, they, they don't say anything to each other. It's just, uh, you know, we know it's happening. We know it's happening. And hopefully, I want to see that Extreme Rules. I want to see everything in Extreme Rules because I'm actually going to be at that show. So... Yeah, I want to see everything that happens there. Uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Nikki actually wins, and so Alexa gets a rematch. Nikki is so excited. She's like climbing up onto the commentary table just with one of her legs. She doesn't completely climb up there. She's saying, I can't wait to tell Alexa. Uh, Carmella backstage is on the hunt for truth, but then she comes upon Mandy and Sonya, who are about to go out for their match against uh, Sonya's match against Ember Moon. Um, but uh, that is quickly interrupted by Drake, who, uh, well, R-Truth is hiding inside of a, like, the, the, like, the bench area from the, like, there's a piece that they put in at rink, ringside for the players, the hockey players to sit in. Uh, so whatever that, that segment of the thing, of the bench is called. Let's call it the segment of the bench. Anyway, he's hiding in that thing backstage. Also, I, I totally missed this. Um, and I guess there were other instances of stuff because I was lamenting that Bray Wyatt had no presence at all this week, but I guess all members of the Firefly Funhouse have been in the background of various, uh, shots, uh, this entire week. And I totally missed all that. And in this, in this shot, in this scene, um, Ramblin' Rabbit is in the background. So that was kind of cool. So I did see that, um, not as it aired, but I saw pictures of it and stuff. So now I will be looking for that. Have my eyes peeled for that in the future. Um, Drake comes up to Truth. He's in shambles. He says, don't worry. I don't have a ref with me. And uh, he says, you've ruined my life. Uh, and R-Truth hugs him. He's sorry. He says, you know what? Go ahead. Get a ref in here. So it means so much to you. So Drake brightens up. He calls a ref over and... Archer says, psych, and runs off. Um, so uh, then everybody starts chasing him again. Because now they know because he was on TV. They're like, oh, we know where that is. That's where the they keep the, the bench parts of the ringside benches. Uh, also, R-Truth said he, he thought it was Carmella's wedding that he was ruining. So, like, that makes it any better. They ruined someone's wedding. I don't know. Uh, then we had Ember Moon versus Sonya Deville. Uh... <laughs> Mandy causes a distraction that helps Sony win the match. Um, and Corey says, is there anything on earth Mandy could do that wouldn't cause a distraction? Fair point. Fair point. Uh, Alistair Black, he wants a, he still wants a fight. He wants somebody to challenge him. If somebody knocks, somebody does knock at his door and we don't know who it is. He, he but he seems pleased about it. So we'll see what happens next week with that, uh, I guess. More questions? All right. Uh, and then our main event, Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. Kofi gets the first fall. I think it was uh, Trouble in Paradise. It might have been asked what. I don't remember. Uh, Dolph pins uh, after a super kick 
He pins Kofi for the second fall, and then Kofi uh, hits D- Dolph with the Trouble in Paradise for a third fall to win the match. So Dolph Ziggler will not be added to the WWE Championship match at Extreme Rules. And there's lots of good stuff throughout this match, um, but I did not take specific notes about it. And um, but but yeah, I was like, go check this. I like this episode. I like this episode. Lots and lots of matches. Um, even though, uh, even though it was a, a lot of kind of silliness with uh, matches becoming another match, and then also two have three falls. Um, but I mean, they're they're trying stuff. They're trying some different stuff. This is this really is the time to do it to figure out what kind of different stuff works. And um, you know, looking at it from that perspective, I I think makes it a lot uh a lot more enjoyable i guess i don't know uh and then we have 205 live episode 135 um i started watching this and i thought i had watched live and it started playing it was like the lucha house party came out and then uh tom phillips was on commentary and he made the exact same joke that he made last week um that he tried to correct he didn't make the joke but the joke was made that uh lindsey dorado niger calls him lindsey and Tom corrects him and uh, uh, Aiden says, oh, he, he knows, he knows his real name. Um, so I thought, oh, that's, I really like that joke. It makes me laugh every time. Um, didn't they make that joke last week? Wait a second. Wait a second. This is last week's episode. Uh, so I exited out um, of that episode and tried to watch the live feed again uh, and got rewound a little bit. And so I got back on track. Uh, so I didn't actually realize I kind of tuned out uh, c- uh, through a lot of this because I, I was starting to work on um, a painting project. But um, I did enjoy this episode. I think it's worth checking out. We have a number one contenders match as the main event, which is awesome. Um, but I don't have any specifics to, to really talk about other than the ending. Um well, you open up this this uh, this uh, this promo from Drew Gulak. Uh, talking about you, you, you call me champion and all that. But he says this place. I was trying so hard to change to make make two hundred five live better when I should have just been making myself better. And uh, what you saw on Sunday, uh, this pl- that was my wrath. This place deserves my wrath. And you call me champion. Um, I did go back and watch uh, the triple threat match. Uh, very good, awesome, and um, yeah. I see uh, Tony has uh, is it, he wasn't the one pinned, so he 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 rightfully wants uh, a chance at this again. But uh, this contenders match is Tony Nese versus Tozawa, so both competitors from that match um, going head to head tonight um, to determine who will fight. Drew Gulak in his hometown, Philadelphia, at Extreme Rules. Um, the first match of this episode, we had Canellis versus Gallagher. Uh, Gallagher won after a ref argument um, caused Mike to get distracted, and um, he's just he's arguing with the referee about uh, something or other. Uh, I think Maria was like being a distraction or something. I don't even remember. No, that's right. That's right. He was um, grabbing onto Gallagher's tights. And so uh, there's an argument about that, but Gallagher took advantage, got the win, and Mike frustrated 
says, "No, you go tell him. Maria, you go tell him. I'm done. I'm done." He just walks off through the audience, and Maria's like, "What? What? What's all about? What? What does he mean? I don't know." Um, there is a little bit of follow up on that from Drake, uh, saying how unprofessional I was and all that kind of thing. I think that happened. Did that happen? I don't know. Uh, then we had a local fella, Hollenbeck, something like that, um, fight Umberto Carrillo. Of course, Umberto Carrillo defeated him. And uh, we have a few things. Uh, they're talking about Umberto's cousin. I think it was. And uh, I think Nigel was saying, oh, yeah, uh, Beth Phoenix is really uh, – what was what did he say? He said he was like she was like fawning over him or something like that, and um, <laughs> I think it was Aiden who said, "I didn't know that Beth Phoenix was code for Nigel McGinnis." Uh, pretty, because uh, Aiden English is usually one fawning over Berto Carrillo, but anyway, uh, his cousin I don't know his name I forget his name, but I guess he's in the breakout tournament that's starting this week. Um, I still need to watch last week's NXT and NXT UK. So I'm probably going to do that after I, I finish uh, recording this episode. Um, stay tuned for that and this current week's episode of NXT and NXT UK. Um, I'll have that up very, very soon. Um, uh, lots of wrestling I get caught up on. I don't have to drive anywhere this weekend, so um, – I can do it. Not, I mean, I could wa- could have watched all this stuff while I was driving, but I ended up like just listening to stupid music for most of the trips. Um, uh, backstage, Javier is getting interviewed, and Oni Lorcan attacks him, yelling, "How does it feel? How does it feel?" <laughs> Not exactly, but it was a <laughs> surprisingly high pitched yelling voice. How does it feel? <laughs> That's not how he sounded at all, but uh, <laughs> I came. Uh, I'm laughing about it, imagining if he did sound like that. But however he did sound, it did make me laugh anyway. How does that feel? Oh no! Uh, there we Tony Nese versus Akira Tozawa. Tony Nese versus Akira Tozawa. Tony Nese won the match. Via like a uh, like a, a a a driver of some sort. I don't know the name of this move. I don't know if I've ever seen Tony Nese perform this move before. Maybe I just haven't been paying attention close enough. Is this the, could this have also been the move that he beat Buddy Murphy with? And I just totally forget. I don't know. I could have sworn that he beat Buddy Murphy with the running Nese. But anyway, it was this like backpack pile driver thing. Um, they delivered to Tazawa. And uh, so Tony Nese will be fighting Drew Gulak at Extreme Rules for the championship. Uh, but they end they end with a handshake. And mutual respect between these two is very nice to see. So, oh man, 205 Live is the best wrestling show that I watch, personally. Um, it is just consistently so, so good. The wrestling itself is so good. And the story is... The stories make a lot of sense too. It's it's the most consistent story throughout its entire run. With all the superstar shakeups and all of that, the stories on 205 Live have con- continued onward. 
and I talked about this, especially last year. Everything was just completely jumbled up with the uh, superstar shakeup and but uh, and but uh, 205 Live just kept chugging along with its already established storylines, just moving on forward. And it was excellent. And the addition of Drake Maverick, well, he was added before WrestleMania. So, um, uh, cause he's the one that started the, 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 the tournament that culminated at last year's WrestleMania. But like, it's just been like week to week. You could just sit down, like forget about all the other WWE stuff. Just watch two Oh five live such great wrestling and the stories i mean there there's nothing fancy about the stories really but it's consistent and it's great and more people need to watch 205 live if you're sick of any other wrestling like i wish blah, wish raw was better wish smackdown was better why do i keep watching all these every week and it's just not getting better and all that go and watch 205 live Instead of don't watch it in addition to just watch it instead of uh, Raw instead of SmackDown just watch Two Hundred Five Live like and if yeah if I wasn't doing this podcast uh with the kind of feel like I should watch all of it so I can talk about all of it or as much of it as possible um I would just do pay per views and Two Hundred Five Live like kind of kind of honestly that's all. That like I think I would be really happy just watching that much, and uh, takeovers included as part of the pay per views. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's still such good stuff that happens throughout all of the shows. Like every episode of a show has at least one thing that's that makes me really uh, enjoy watching. So that's why I'm still hooked on all of this. But. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's it for this week's SmackDown and 205 Live. Let me to- know which. Let me tow. Let me know what you thought about these by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWPodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. And um, uh, thanks. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye. Somebody, I could add some music at the end, maybe, so that there's some separation. Bye. Bringing it back. <laughs>